short, ang pangalan niya is He is, She is. Now, I want everyone to write down, okay, the first three words that come to mind when you say man and woman. So, ano yung first three words na naiisip mo kapag sinabing man? At ano yung first three words na naiisip mo kapag sinabing woman? You have 60 seconds. Go. Okay. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Okay. Sino dito tapos na sa man? Alright, guys. Uh, what are the top three things na pumapasok sa isip nyo kapag sinabing man? Can you like just shout it out? Brothers, ano yung top three nyo as a group? Bro, sa table nyo, just shout it out, ha? Huh? Provider. Ano pa? Nag-clap sila. <laughs> Leader and my abs, amen. Y- yung ate niya lang naging shy, nagtago, nagtago. Yung six pack naging nag-unite eh, kasi unity, one big pack. Alright, how about the ladies? Etong group na to medyo ano, excited. So, ano yung top three things kapag sinabing man for you guys? Pogi. Six pack pogi. <laughs> Brother, okay. May sa... <laughs> Brother, father, baby. Authority. And last? Okay. So, yun yung kapag man, ang sinabi, authority, leader, provider. Oh, yung guys, kanya nakangiti. Bigla nawala yung ngiti yun, sinabi yung provider. Okay. Now let's go for the woman. Uh, Anin top three things? Top three things na lumalabas pag sabing woman. This group over here. Anin top three nyo? What pops into your mind when you say woman? Maganda. Okay. Ano pa? So pag lalaki hindi na siyang guapo, no? Submissive and mahinhen. Okay. Now, since kanina hindi kasi sumagot, kaya tatanungin ko. What are the top three things that come to mind when woman is mentioned? Helper. Caring. And? Ano-ano? Sawi? Grabe ka, bro! One last, one last. Hindi mahirap mag-isip. Maliit? Grabe, ha? <laughs> okay, quick question. How many of you agree with the words that was given? Sino nag-a-agree dun sa mga binigay lang description for men? Gusto ko yung men mismo. Ayoko nun. Ayoko mag-provide. Equal kami. KKB. The joke. Um, meron naman. Si, si Sister Pat. How about for the woman? How many of you agree with the definition of woman na binigay kanina? Okay, mas madami except sa sawi. You know what? Based on sa short activity natin kanina, now I do understand na on the one hand, medyo sensitive. Kasi, kung ikaw yung lalaki, tapos pinadefine siya yung lalaki, ayaw mong maging buhat bangko. Gusto mo sana medyo humble ng onte And same with the woman. But clearly, regardless of whether ikaw ay lalaki o babae, there are clear differences among men and women. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, iba tayo. Ngayon, itong pagkakaibang to, it is not difference in a negative term. Hindi ito something that we should be sad over. In fact, this difference is something we should celebrate. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, celebrate. Gusto ko may kumata eh. Celebrate, Jesus, celebrate. Okay. Now, when it comes to today, May mga bagay that has been held for a long time that we have been questioning and there are things under attack, especially yung ating 
gender identity. Um, during the past month, isang matunog na topic yung sogi. Who here does not know what sogi is? Okay, when we say sogi, that is sexual orientation, gender identity, equality. Now, ang sinasabi ng sogi is that yung sexual orientation mo, how you choose your romantic interest, kasi sino yung mamahalin mo, yung gender identity mo, kung paano ka mamamuhay, it is up to you. Yun yung sinasabi niya. At sinasabi din ng sogi that gender is not into category. Hindi siya dichotomous. Pag sinabi natin dichotomous, exclusively categorized. Ibig sabihin, kung one ka, one ka lang, hindi ka number two. But this soji says that actually we are all on a spectrum. Nainig na yan? Na on that spectrum, we are all essentially the same. Ang kailangan mo lang, hanapin kung nasan ka, enjoy that for the moment, and live out what you want. At kung saan mo man piliin, okay lang, because we are all essentially the same. Ironically, despite the fact na sinasabi nila na you can be anywhere on the spectrum because gender is fluid, meaning iisa lang talaga, depende na lang kung saan mo gusto, they have come up with 50 to 70 new categories of gender. So, it's a bit interesting how the one who says na, bakit nyo kailang hatiin ang gender are now the ones breaking it down further. And some of these are demi-boy. Alam yung demi-boy? Hindi ko din alam yun. But I saw it on FB as a valid gender na kinoconsider daw ng Facebook. Now, what happens when we remove distinctions? Naisip nyo na ba yan before? If we were to consider yung sinasabi nila about sexual orientation and gender identity, what would happen to us? Let me show three things based on psychological studies. Confused, conflicted, at lahat ng bagay nagiging common. Um, back in 2016, there was uh, a study conducted to trans women. Quick question, alam niyo ba anong trans women? Uh, when we say trans women, ito yung mga lalaki na assigned male but they want to be women and so um, they don't just live as women, some of them undergo surgery to be women. But an interesting thing is that within two to five years, most of these trans women start identifying themselves as lesbian. Ulitin ko ah! They are men who wanted to be women and now being women, they are now looking for women. Trans women now being lesbian. At dahil sa mga kaganapang ito, they are all the more confused. They had thought that they wanted one thing, and when they got it, sabi nila, no, wait lang, iba pala yung gusto ko. I want what I originally wanted while keeping yung kung anong meron ako ngayon. Our generation is a confused generation. But the second thing is that we are a conflicted generation. I, I want to ask, something sensitive, and you don't need to raise your hands. How many of you have people close to your heart na naga-undergo sa gender confusion? I, I, I see some people na ngayon biglang yung mata, medyo napaganon. And I understand. Uh, I have cousins, I have friends na because of the meta-narrative of this age, you be who you wanna be. Bahala ka pumili ng gender mo. Just enjoy life and you will get what you want. But the sad thing is, there is a disease back then uh, considered by the APA known as gender dysphoria. Uh, ibig sabihin nito, yung isang tao ay nagkakaroon ng uh, dissonance sa nararamdaman niya sa naranasan niya ngayon at sinasabi ng society. In short, there is someone who is having anxiety and confusion over their gender. At sa halip na tulungan natin yung mga taong nag-undergo nito to find resolution immediately, ang sinasabi natin ngayon, hindi, keep exploring. Kailangan mong i-search kung sino ka. And we feel like we're validating them. But studies show that people who are validated in that sense are more prone to depression, they are more prone to anxiety, and these people often live lives that are messed up, lives confused, and often sila mismo hindi nila naiintindihan kung sino sila. When we reject God's design for gender, not only are we confused, we are conflicted, 
and we become common. Ano ibig sabihin to? Oh, hindi ibig sabihin na ayaw natin magkatulad tayo, but despite of our differences, God has blessed us with ah, sorry, despite our similarities, God has blessed us with differences. At itong differences na to ay kailangan for the functioning of society. Quick question, how many of you have heard of the evolutionary theory? Okay, okay, good, good. Now, I'm not talking about the biological evolutionary theory. I'm talking about the social evolutionary theory. Alam niyo ba may ganon? Okay. Sinasabi na social evolutionary theory na over time daw, yung ating mga ancestors, kinailangan nilang magkaroon ng different roles dahil yun yung nag-ensure ng survival nila. That someone has to go hunt while someone has to take care of the kids. Now, I don't believe in social evolutionary theory. But it's interesting that these guys who do not believe God, who do not believe in the Bible, acknowledge that differences of gender, role, and responsibility contribute to society. And when you take that out, ang sabi ni Edward Gibbons sa The Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire, that's when society starts to crumble. What happens when we remove these distinctions? We have a society confused, conflicted, and finding themselves common and disorganized. Now, for 30 seconds, I want you guys to stop and think. Are there evidences of these three things in your family, in your friendships, and even in the places where you work? May mga tao ka bang kakilala na because of their exploration on their gender, they have now become confused. At hindi lang sila confused, there's conflict inside of them, and the beauty of masculinity and femininity are lost to them. Now, before I proceed with the whole message, I want to give a reminder. Um, for most of us, um, medyo alien ito sa atin. Uh, we ourselves may have not experienced this, but there are brothers and sisters in this room na ito yung pinagdaanan and some pinagdadaanan. If you're here tonight, and may mga bagay kang ayaw mong sabihin sa leader mo, ayaw mong sabihin sa kadigub mo, ayaw mong sabihin sa ka-church mo, well, here's one thing we want to tell you. In the Church of Christ, naniniwala kami that nobody is perfect. Sin is sin wherever it is. This is one particular sin. It is not worse than all the others. And so we are not doing this to condemn or to single out anyone, but rather to invite you to see God's beautiful design for your life and tell you, this is for you. Enjoy it. Ngayon naman, if you have someone who you love, then this must be treated with sincerity, sensitivity. Now, ako personally, I, I have friends I had to apologize to kasi... Um, I don't know about you, but we millennials, we grew up in a sandwich generation. Yung generation before us, Daniel, ah, Robin Padilla. Diba? Brusco, macho, tapos yung next generation, Daniel Padilla. Medyo chill, um, mas, ano na, mas medyo malapit sa feminine standards. And so we are caught up in between these two, and the tendency is either na, tayo maging careless and always make them the butt of our jokes. And the second is that we be too, not tolerant, but rather too permissive to the point that we actually encourage it instead of giving what God wants. And so a reminder is that while we treat this topic tonight with sensitivity, we also treat it from a biblical worldview. We're not just here to tell them that we love them based on what they want. We're here to tell them that we love them based on what God wants. So sabihin mo sa katabi mo, tonight we will talk about true love. Alright, so ngayon, let me dive right into our passage for tonight. Uh, sabi sa Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 2, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and void. Itong book ng Genesis, ibig sabihin po ng Genesis is the beginnings. Ito yung panimula ng lahat ng bagay. At ang nagsulat po nito ay si Moses. Now when Moses wrote this, the first thing he mentioned was the fact that it was God who created the heavens and the earth. So as we approach this discussion on gender, on sexual orientation, hindi po tayo muna titingin sa atin. We're not even gonna talk about humans first. We're first and foremost going to look at God, who He is, what He says, and what He wants for us. 
Now, in light of God, ito po yung sinasabi dito. Wala pa lahat ng bagay, God was already there. Um, nung ginawa po ni God ang heavens and the earth, the earth was formless and void. Pag sinabi natin void, it means empty, kawalan. Hindi ko sinasabi yung wallet mo, ang sinasabi ko yung condition ng earth before things began. And theologians call the creation of the earth ex nihilo. Can everybody say ex nihilo? Okay, iba sa inyo, nahilo na. Yung palang sinasabi. Alam ko nakakahilo yung ex mo, but we're talking about something different. When we say ex, we mean out. Outside. From. Coming from. So kapag uh, yung ex mo, wag mo nang babalikan. No? You're coming from them, let them stay outside. Uh, nihilo means nothing. And so when we say ex nihilo, ibig sabihin lang po niya, the creation out of nothing. Now, may tatlo po tayo makikita about the creation of God from ex nihilo. Number one, we see God's power. He created all things from nothing. Kapag po tayo ay nagbabanggit ng power, unang tinitingnan natin, ano ba yung limit sa power ng isang tao? Tama po ba? Now, Often, what you have as someone who creates is your limit. Halimbawa, ikaw ay inventor. Tapos wala kang sapat na resources or materials that could very much put a stop to your project. But not God. When there was nothing He could use, He was the one who created it. In short, ang sinasabi po nito, walang hahad lang kay God, nothing can limit Him. Because He is the one who creates all things. If there ever were a limit, ang kailangan niyang gawin is to create what He needs or He wants, it will be. And so nothing can stop God. Hindi mo siya pwedeng i-contest. And there can ever be no barrier to whatever God wants. But aside from the power of God, makikita din po natin dito yung right ni God. Yung kanyang kalapatan. As creator, all things are His. Uh, I have a question. Sino po sa inyo ay dati nakaranas ng gumawa ng pottery? Pottery. Hindi kayo nakapag-pottery nung high school? Kawawa naman kayo. Okay. Um, in pottery, di ba ganito yung ginagawa natin? You have clay, tapos babasain mo, and then, imamold mo siya. Usually may spinner ka, para kapag pinasok mo yung kamay mo, dun yung butas. Tapos as you press against the wall, pwede mag-widen, pwede siya maging narrow, depending on what you want. And then afternoon, lulutuin mo siya and that's when you put yung mga design na kailangan mo. So, familiar na kayo ngayon sa pottery making. I have a question. Supposing na ikaw na potter, gumawa ka ng pot na malaki yung base pero maliit yung taas. May kalapatan ba yung pot na magreklamo against you? Supposing naman na ganito, okay, midway na-realize ko, sandali, parang hindi ko type yung gantong pot, um, let me break it and reform it. May kalapatan ba yung pot na magreklamo sa'yo? No, kasi in the first place, he wouldn't be there. it wouldn't be there without you. And so, pagdating po sa mundo, and everything in it, God has a right to fashion however He wants, whenever He wants, however He wants. It is His prerogative to dictate kung ano ba yung design na gusto niya sa mundo at sa lahat ng bagay na nandoon. Now, a lot of you right here might be feeling an objection. Sobrang harsh naman ng God na yan. Sobrang imposing naman niya. Na siya yung nagdidikta ng lahat. Well, let me tell you the third thing we see. The generosity of God. In the first place, God didn't have to create the earth. God didn't have to create you and me. But He did. And the reason why He created us isn't because He was lonely from the beginning of time. Wala siyang kausap, wala siyang kasama. We say, no, from the beginning, the eternal trinity, we're loving each other, rejoicing in one another, fellowshipping with one another. And they created us because they had an overflow of love and joy. They were being generous to each other and that generosity overflowed to you and me. Tinan yung katabi mo. That person is an overflow of the generosity of God. So if you are here, tapos feeling mo, wala, na, wala akong pagmayari, I don't, I'm not good enough. No, no, no. God has given you a dignity, a character, and a personhood that you can enjoy. 
And so based on this creation narrative, we see the power of God, the right of God, and the generosity of God. At nung ginawa po ni God lahat, so we have the seven-day creation, He had one thing to say. For everything that He made, He said, It is good. Hindi niya sinabing, It is pwede na. Hindi niya sinabing, It is mm, so-and-so. Uh, in French, we say, ah, Come seko uh, va? But when God made the heavens and the earth, when He made you and me, He said, Trebiang. He said, very good. Excellence of excellence, beauty of beauty, pleasure of pleasure. This is exactly what I want. Now, when it comes to you and me, ito yung sabi ni God. He comes into this picture and says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. They will rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl on the earth. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. Now, I want everyone to take a look at that particular phrase. Let us. Now, wait, wait. Si God, may kausap no ginagawa niya tayo. Uh, I have heard some people say na God was speaking to His angels at this point and He was asking them, ano yung kailangan gawin? No, no, no. God wasn't speaking to angels. He was having a conversation in the Godhead. It was God the Father talking to God the Son, God the Son talking to God the Holy Spirit, and they were in unison when they said that He wants to make you. The Trinity decided to make us, and ito yung sabi niya, let us make man in our image. Now, quick Bible reading tip, kapag po nagbabasa kayo ng Bible, tas may phrase na paulit, ulit, ulit, i-highlight nyo yun. Bilugan nyo, i-underline nyo. Bakit? Kasi that is the point of the passage. And so, ano sinasabi dito ni Moses na sinasabi ni God? Here is what he meant. That man is different from the rest of creation. Hindi tayo kagaya ng mga ibon, hindi tayo kagaya ng mga aso. Alam ko yung katabi mo, medyo kahawig niya yung pet niyo, pero hindi. We are made in the image of God, or as the theologians call it, the Imago Dei. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, Imago Dei. Now, there are certain things attached to the Imago Dei. Pag sinabi natin Imago Dei, ito yung image ni God, at ito yung binigay niya sa atin from our creation. Number one, He gave us accountability. Uh, ibig sabihin po nito, lahat ng gagawin natin matters to God. We are responsible before Him because His eye is ever on us. So if you're here right now and you're thinking, God doesn't care about me, no, no, no. The mere fact that you are made in His image, lahat ng buhay mo, every moment of your life is lived in His sight. He looks at you and it matters to Him. You are accountable before God. Pero hindi lang yon. We are also given morality. Alam natin yung tama sa mali. Uh, yung animals, they don't have any inherent sense of this. Uh, you have certain animals who eat their own young and it's natural to them. There are animals who um, mate even with their own moms and dads and we know that it is wrong. In short, pagdating sa atin, what we do has a higher standard than the animals. And so, not only do we have accountability, we have this inherent sense of morality. Pero, aside from morality, we also have spirituality. Funny kasi, if you try to read what spirit means, you will find that no philosopher or no theologian has one definition of spirituality. Bakit? They can only offer a negative definition of spirituality. Ano yun? That which is not physical. So the moment na may nalamdaman ka na hindi physical, that is spiritual. Our spirit cannot be seen, touched, or smelled, and so it is spirit. Now, as sinasabi dito is that when it comes to us, what you see with a person is not all there is to him or her. There is a spirit in them. There is a soul. And because God is spirit, we can relate to God. We can pray to God. We can worship God. We can connect with God in such a way that the animals cannot. Now, I know that some of you, bilang Christian kayo, yung mga aso nyo, tinray nyo, nakapag magkakain sila, magpe-pray muna. I'm sorry to say, God doesn't hear their prayers. But when you and I pray, no matter where we are, no matter what we've done, 
God listens and God hears. Na ako, medyo nalulungkot ako sa fact na kasi I have a rabbit, ang pangalan niya, Honey Bunch. At kapag kakain siya, tinuruan namin siya na gaganon siya muna. Um, but God does not hear the prayer of Honey Bunch. He hears mine. Number four, meron tayong immortality. When all this world has faded away, you and I will not. Ang sabi ni C.S. Lewis sa The Weight of Glory, kapag daw may kakilala ka na nakakainis sa'yo, tandaan mo, bagamat at that moment na inis ka sa kanya, that soul lives forever and you will forever bear the way you have related to him or her. And so we must be careful in how we relate to fellow humans because they are immortal and eternity is set in their hearts. Balang araw, they will live on either in heaven or in hell. But here's the point, they live on. And number five, we have thought. Nakakapag-isip tayo. Um, may kakilala ka ba na minsan kung ano-ano sinasabi, parang hindi nag-iisip? Ako yun. Pero, despite of that, we know that God has given us logic. He has given us thought. And we can think in such a way that animals cannot. Number six, we have eternity. Uh, we were made for a relationship with God, for a time of eternal joy and bliss. Now, it's up to us whether or not we enjoy it or not. Next, we were given creativity. The reason kung bakit tayo nababago tayo kapag wala tayong ginagawa, pag hindi tayo nagtatrabaho, is because our God is a working God. He is a creating God. And so, work and creation are in our genome. Yun yung desire natin. Kaya di ba minsan nakakatamad na wala kang ginagawa. Nakakapagod din na wala kang ginagawa. Because you and I, we're reward to make and create. And last, the image of God says that you and I are relational beings. Hindi ka ever matutuwa to have everything you want, all the money that you want, all the food, the housing, the career you want, if at the end of the day, wala kang makakausap at wala nakakaintindi sa'yo. This is who you and I are. Brother Kyle, ang labu mo. You talked about gender identity and sexual orientation and you give us these, kusino si God, yung imago de, why all of these things? Simply to say, itong mga bagay na to, actually, if you think about it, ito yung mga bagay na hinahabol ng tao sa daigdig. Tama ba? Um, a lot of them, they are looking for people to relate with them. They're actually now making their own sense of right and wrong. Uh, ikaw yung magdidictate, follow your heart. See, they are also looking for higher beings who they can relate to. And so you have uh, different religions out there. At kung ikaw ay uh, someone uh, naging into new age, that's actually one of the reasons why they enjoy drugs. Kasi drugs puts you in a higher plane of reality. Na okay, nakangiti na yung ibang nakapag-try na dati. Nagigets yung sinasabi ko. The higher plane of reality. Now, our pursuit of sexual orientation and gender identity on our own says this at the heart. God did not give it to me. I have to make it for myself. Yung po yung sinasabi ng ating existentialist view na it is up to me to create, it is up to me to set who I am, it is up to me to get all of these, but the Bible says you don't even have to. As you and I explore, I know a friend na ganda po yung naging case niya. Feeling niya, yung gender niya ngayon is not his gender. And so, he is looking every now and then. And when he arrives at one particular gender orientation that he thinks he is, the next thing that pops to mind is, sandali, baka hindi ito pa. Maybe I need to explore more. And so, having that, hilipat siya, he's gonna check out a different gender orientation and gonna try something else again and something else. And when I see that person, all I can see is him being tired him being sad, and him being lost. Because he is searching for something that is already his. This is why the Imago Dei is important. Our identity is not even based on ourselves. It is first and foremost based on God. We don't have to strive to become. We are. We already, we are who we are by the grace of God. You don't have to strive to make your own identity. Now, let's dive right in to that particular identity, the male and female identity. 
Pero before I proceed, here is what I want us to remember. Given the power of God in creation, given His right in creation, and given His generosity, only God has the right to define masculinity and femininity. Siya lang po ang may karapatan na magsabi what is man, what is woman, at siya lang yung may karapatan mag-assign ng sex and gender ng isang tao. This is not left open to us. And so, I want to ask two questions tonight. The first is, why did God create two sexes in the first place? Now, let me give two answers. Interpersonal unity and diversity in unity. Uh, una, when God created Adam, at andun po yung mga hayop sa paligid niya, andun yung garden that he would take care. If you think about it, Adam has everything set for him. He's got a career, take care of the garden. He's got companions, yung mga pusa at mga aso. But if that were enough, then God wouldn't have given him Eve. Pero dahil si Adam, sabi nga po kanina, he is made in the image of God, he has to relate to someone who is in one sense like him. And yet, dogs aren't like us. Kahit na yung tuta mo kapag dumating ka, magahay sa'yo, they're not like you. And the compassion they feel for you is not the compassion you want. We need something that is equivalent to us. And so God brought Eve into the picture. God didn't just make one human, He made Eve and others because God wants us to relate to one another. At makikita natin to sa society natin. You find it in church, you find it in your D group, you find it in your family, and most especially sa marriage. Uh, when two people get married, they are so united that they leave mother and father and they live on their own a separate unit, a separate entity. Kaya, medyo weird yung mga kasal na, tapos tumatawag pa kay mommy and daddy and asking na, mommy, may problema ako, gito kayo, paayusin mo naman kami, wala kami gito, provide for this. And I kid you not, I know a lot of my friends na yun yung naging case nila. Uh, some um, married too early, some of them were not independent yet, and so that was what they experienced. And yet, pagdating sa interpersonal unity, we were made to relate. But we weren't just made to relate. We were made to relate to people like us and yet not like us. Ha? Ang labo yata nun. Um, man and woman, although they are the same people made in the image of God, they have the same ability to think, speak, and act, they do so differently. That's why mayroong book na pinublish nung nakaraang uh, decade that says men are from and women are from Kasi bagaman, we do the same things, we see the world differently, and it's a good thing. It is complementarian in nature, meaning it helps make the world a better place. Men do this and women do this to the benefit of each other. But why? What is this diversity and unity? Well, one reason is because see, God Himself is diversity and unity. Huh? How is God diversity and unity? How many of you have heard of the term Trinity? Okay. When we say the Trinity, see God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they are of the same substance. God the Father, eternal. God the Son, eternal. God the Holy Spirit, eternal. God the Father, omnipotent. God the Son, omnipotent. God the Holy Spirit, omnipotent. And yet, bagamat they are the same, they are distinct. The, the Son is not the one who elected us or who chose us. The Father is not the one who died on the cross. And the Holy Spirit is not the one who was baptized in the river by John the Baptist and who went to this earth and became human. It was Jesus Christ. And so, even though they are the same, they are distinct. Nagigets po ba? Ako hindi. And that's why I love God and I worship Him because He is a God beyond my imagining. And frankly, a lot of our parents would say the same thing about their spouses. <laughs> Nagigets mo ba? Hindi. Pero mahal ko pa din. And now, looking back at man and woman, man is uh, logical, woman is logical. Man is eternal, woman is eternal. Man is accountable before God, woman is accountable before God. Man has morality, woman has morality. They are of the same kind, and yet, they are of the same substance, pero... 
The roles that they have are distinct, just like the roles of the Trinity are distinct, and the responsibility of each are distinct in the same way that the responsibility of each are distinct. And so, even why we have man and woman difference points back to God. Now, medyo dagdag lang na musing, there was this particular theologian, philosopher, eh, sabi niya, eh kung ganun, bakit hindi three genders, bakit dalawa lang? <laughs> Um, now, Grudem had a wonderful answer for that. Grudem said that if ever that question arises, the first thing that we can answer is this. It is God's choice kung ilan ang gusto niyang going gender and there, probably the reason why he made just two is because that's what he wanted. We have no right to question it, but we have every right to enjoy and celebrate it. That's evading the question, Yes. But that puts me in a simpler position to just celebrate life and enjoy it. So why did God create two sexes? Because we were made for interpersonal unity and to have unity in the midst of diversity. Now I realize ito pala sa big mandaluyong, no? Men and women are in separate tables. Pero mamaya, pag nagkita kayo sa likod, sabi mo, I am glad I'm not like you. <laughs> Kasi if you and I were, ang boring ng mundo. <laughs> But the next question that needs to be asked is this. Does different mean unequal? Natanong nyo na ba yan? Since hindi tayo magkatulad ng ginagawa, what if may mga ginagawa na mas mahalaga? Well, let me give you three things from the biblical narrative. Number one, men and women are equally in God's image. Gaya na sinabi natin kanina. Hindi ang man mas matalino sa babae. In fact, throughout the Bible, you have instances kung saan May mga babae na mas matalino pa sa lalaki. Uh, to give you one, there was this one time si Joab, the general of King David, pupunta siya sa isang town. Ngayon sa town na yun, may isang rebel, ang pangalan niya Shime. Kasi si Joab, matalino siya, like all men are, and our natural inclination is to love and care for people, sabi ni Joab, ubusin natin yung town na yun. But there was a wise woman in that city who said, General Joab, why are you coming out for this? It is not right for you to set a whole city on a sword for the case of one man. Allow us to deliver justice against him, give him to you, and that should settle the matter. And so, si Joab was able to accomplish what he wanted, naparusahan si Shimei, nang hindi pinapatay ang isang buong syudad. But it was a woman who gave that, not Joab himself. Another case is um, si Deborah and Barak. Uh, men are made to lead. And yet, in that story, bagamat it was Barak leading the troops, it was Deborah taking care of the politics. Now, of course, that is not the norm for the Bible. Hindi yun yung uh, rule niya, hindi yun yung standard, but here's the point. When it comes to the biblical view of man or woman, hindi mas mataas in worth or value ang lalaki sa babae, hindi din mas mababa ang babae. And not only that, both are equally important to God. Uh, in the New Testament, isang pinapaulit-ulit ng Apostle Paul is, there is now no Jew nor Greek nor male or female. Uh, dati po, when people pray, one of their prayers are either, uh, I thank God that I am not a Gentile. And the next is, for the men, I praise God I am not a woman. Kasi in their society, uh, they have placed a prime on men that is even beyond the biblical standard. Uh, and there are some societies, halimbawa, nakapag namatay yung lalaki, kasama pong ililibing ang babae. There is a particular country in Southeast uh, Asia where if the guy dies, the woman isn't just buried with him, the woman is burned and then sent to him. But the Bible contains no such practices because the Bible says that both are equally important before God, thus equally valuable and equally to be cared for. Now, if you're here tonight and these things are new to you, yung fact na, wow, you mean to tell me? that in the Bible, there is such a view, madami pa tayong pwedeng banggitin na examples for this. Salimbawa, uh, in most cultures, they would tell you to honor your father, that's it. But in the Ten Commandments, ang sabi, honor your father, period. No, honor your father and mother. 
in the Decalogue, inilagay ang position ng nanay at yung responsibility ng anak equivalent to how they should honor their father. But in most societies, you would not find that. In fact, yung mga widowed na nanay, usually sila yung kawawa, but not in God's design. Um, another case is, for instance, sa uh, ilang religions, only the man gets the mark of their religion. But in the Bible, baptism is administered both to man and woman. Both can be part of the assembly, both can worship together with no one being excluded, contrary to the practices of others. And so if you are here and you're feeling na, sandali, Brother Kyle, you are telling me that this religion called Christianity, na alam nating lahat na bigoted, is portraying itself to be equal, actually what I want to tell you is, the view of society for equality comes from the Bible. Yung sinasabi po ngayon ng mga liberal progressives, they are presuming the biblical narrative because apart from this, what society we have today would not even exist. All of these values and norms came to be when Christianity took center stage over two millennia ago. And so, given all of this, any application? I see, Brother Kyle, you've discussed a lot of things, but what does that mean to me? Let me give you three things. If you are here and you are insecure of your gender, you are not satisfied with your gender orientation that God has given you, male and female, I exhort you to embrace your God-given diversity. Binigay sa atin to ni God. It's something for us to enjoy. Now, of course, there will be differences. Males. Okay, males, can you wave at me? Okay. By male, I mean if you have the male genitalia, male ka. We are called to be the heads of our family. Now, of course, some of us, uh, hindi pa tayo, uh, wala pa tayong pamilya. Actually, hindi pala sam. All of us, singles pala tayo lahat dito. Um, we don't have families of our own. But, God has given us this responsibility na kapag may ginawa yung family natin sa atin yung nahanapin. And so, ngayon pa lang, I encourage us to practice having responsibility. It could be as simple as taking up responsibility sa work. May pinapagawa si boss. Aba, mag-take initiative ka na. Show them to be a man. Now, sa church, ang daming pwedeng needs around. Um, there are different ministries. Just ask Brother Paul na you can take part in. Be a man, step up, assume responsibility. This is your God-given role. Now, as men, while we are called to be responsible and to be heads, we are not called to lord it over others. We are called to humble leadership. We are leaders under God. So bagamat we are above uh, others in terms of responsibility, it doesn't place us in a position to abuse others. It doesn't place us in a position to hurt others because we, when we do that, are accountable to God and it is Him who will respond in justice against us. And so being leader doesn't mean that you and I can lord it over others. Now I want... I, I hear an objection rising. Wait, Brother Carl, are you telling me that there can be leadership? Pero sinasabi mo, napantay-pantay lahat. Well, yes. Um, for instance, in the Godhead, they are not all the Father. They are not all the architect. They are not all the one who elect. It is God the Father. And yet, while God the Father has taken this role, He is not above the Son and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit and the Son are not below Him. They are equal in value, worth. And so, with male and female, just because you are under or submitting someone doesn't make you less in value. Clear? Alam ko mahirap tanggapin. But it is something that we are given through the world. To the Word. And last, okay to. Um, a lot of us, we hate this character trait of men, aggression. We feel it is bad. We feel it is negative. But actually, the church fathers have acknowledged that the problem today is that men are not embracing this trait. Bakit? Supposing that the girl you love is being attacked. At ikaw ay isang lalaking malumanay. 
You are courteous. Ikaw ay sensitive masyado. And you are compassionate. And while the girl you love is being killed in front of your eyes, you do nothing. Are you a good man? No. A good man would go up and beat the other guy, kill him if necessary. Bakit? Because love and anger are not opposites to one another. Actually, anger is an expression of love. The aggression of man is a natural response when the one dear to him is being attacked. There is such a thing as godly aggression. Now, I know that this world is filled with ungodly aggression of men being wife beaters, abusing their kids. That is an aggression that we reject. But it is not timid men who will solve that problem. The ones who will solve that problem are men who have embraced their God-given character and are willing to dive right into that mess and fix it. What we need are not feminized men. What we, mean, what we need are men who embrace who they are in God. Now, for women, the Bible calls you helper. Ngayon, itong helper, it doesn't mean na ikaw ay yaya ng uh, magiging husband mo to be. It doesn't mean na pag pumunta kayo sa mall at humingi siya ng beer, bibigyan mo siya ng beer in a sissy cup. Uh, ibig sabihin ng helper, uh, the paraclete is actually what is often used for that. Which is interesting kasi paraclete is what is used for the Holy Spirit. Um, paraclete, para is next, cleat is to help. You help someone beside them. It is not saying that you are beneath them, but rather knowing that you have equal value and worth. You are secure in that. Hindi mo ito try i-usurp yung leadership niya. Hindi mo ito try i-usurp yung role and responsibility niya. But you willingly help him or your leader so that there would be mutual benefit to both of you and to the people around you. Now, the Bible, while it says a woman are to submit, hindi sinasabi to submit stupidly. Sinasabi niya that there should be an intelligent submission. In fact, laging may qualifier, submit yourselves in the Lord. Uh, when someone gives you something to do na hindi naman tama, this is not for you to follow. If your husband tells you to sin, you have a higher authority, submit to God. Be intelligent in that regard. And women are particularly intelligent, which is interesting kasi sa school, alam naman natin that most who excel there are women. And so, while we are given the initiative, women have been given this particular trait of intelligence as more salient or more obvious to them. And ito, women are naturally okay sa compassion. Kapag may bata, sakali na lumalapit. Ano mo, I, I see women, ang dali nilang maawa. Tayo, men, ang unang tingin natin. <laughs> but that's a good thing. Because if there were no one to nurture and care, what would this world be like? But if there was no one to be careful <laughs> and to be a little skeptic and to be a bit defensive, then compassion would give way to abuse. That's why there is the complementary nature of the two sexes. Embrace it. This is what God made you to be. This is what you and I should enjoy. And the second thing is, there should be no upmanship between men and women. Um, nakakatawa kasi we have been raised in our schools na laging kapag nasa classroom, it's boys versus girls. Uh, and often kapag nagkakasama ang men um, in a particular brotherhood, it's always to put others down or to say na kapag may problema, it's their fault, it's their fault. Hindi tayo may problema, ang labo kasi nila, hindi natin sila magets. The Bible calls us to actually not do that, but to treat each other with dignity and respect and to honor one another. Especially in the ministry. Um, while men are called to lead, it doesn't in any way say that women cannot pray or lead in certain roles. Um, now, a brief uh, interlude lang. One of the key things that the Bible says is when it comes to the congregation, it is the man who should be teaching, not the woman. But when it comes to women, it is the woman who should be leading other women. Kasi nga naman, uh, a man leading another, a, a group of women, uh, one would not be so... Uh, so okay when it comes to their uh, purity. Kasi 
it would be open up to certain temptations which are naturally there. And another thing is that only a woman would understand what a woman goes through. And yet, a man is called to be doubly sensitive and understanding. So guys, kala nyo, sarap, no? Kala ko din, eh. There should be no upmanship between us, but there should be mutual love, honor, and respect. Now, ito, I want to have this brief segment for those who are struggling. If you are struggling between a gender orientation to another, uh, a sexual identity from one to another, you don't need to keep looking. You don't need to be anxious over who you really are. God has already assigned you a sexual orientation. Rest on that and enjoy it. Stop striving. Stop trying to be someone you want to be. The more you do so, papagwain mo lang sarili mo and you're going to leave yourself frustrated at the end. Because when you come to one position there, you will realize that it is not enough because nothing can satisfy us apart from what God has already given. And so let me present to you the blessing of God's choosing. Ito yung pinili ni God sa'yo. Do not try to go against it. It is given for your good. It is given from a father who wants to save you from all the confusion, the conflict, and the mess. Live in that and he will be there with you. I'm not saying there's going to be no conflict as you live out through masculinity and no true and true femininity in this world. But what I'm saying is as you face the mess of that, you can be confident knowing that the blessing of God is upon you because you followed his choosing. Because at the end of the day, God has the right to define masculinity and femininity. Now, if this message were to end here, I would say that was a bad sermon. <laughs> because most of us have violated masculinity or femininity. Kung hindi man tayo na put in a position where we explored and sought another orientation or another gender identity, we have failed being true men. No man here has been faithful to our role of being responsible. Not every man here has been faithful to the charge of being stewards and initiators. We have failed. And so with the woman here, um, not none of, it's not us, but I am not a woman, uh, none of you have been faithful when it comes to aligning with helping uh, others, when it comes to submitting to authority. None of us have met the biblical standard of masculinity and femininity. And if you're here, and you have tried to adopt one or another, and you feel the guilt, you remember the things you've done with probably the same gender, or the things you have done in pursuit of this, the scars remain, you feel yourself to be dirty and unworthy of God. I want to go back to our discussion of Imago Day. Yung storyline ng tao ganito. Si God, in His power, right, and generosity, created us. He gave us an identity, but we decided to make our own. Ang sabi ni ng prophets Old Testament, Be appalled, O heavens! Tremble, O earth! For this abhorrent act has been done. Man has forsaken me and chose for themselves broken cisterns that could not hold water. So sabi ng prophet, man has rejected God in this design. He made his own design. And now that his design is not working well, sa halip na bumalik kay God, ang ginawa ni man, he tried to make more broken cisterns. He tried to create his own. And he went deeper and deeper in his rejection of God. And this is what we call depravity, reprobation, sinfulness. We, have, we were given God's image. At ang ginawa natin, dinistort natin yung image na yon, binasag natin yung image na yon, tinyay natin sirain yung image na yon, so that we can make our own images. So that we can make our own portraits. So we can create who we want to be. But that has not prospered us. Because if it did, sana matagal na tayong naging contento at matagal na tayong tumigil. But when we destroyed our image, the Bible tells us two things. Number one, it didn't totally destroy the image of God. 
we just distorted it, but God in His graciousness has allowed us to keep yung accountability, morality, and He has given us a witness, our consciences for this. But that is not all that He gave us. When we broke that image and when we ran away from Him, the Bible says that the true image of God, Jesus Christ, went down to pursue us. Sabi ni Paul sa Colossians, He is the image of the invisible God. If there was the perfect Imago Day, it is Jesus Christ. And He went down into this mess. He pursued us. And on the cross, He died. What He was doing was that He was taking all the brokenness of humanity, He was taking all the scratches, all the shards, and He was putting it upon Himself so as to restore us. And kapag tayo, in response to what He has done, to Him dying on the cross to forgive our sins and to invite us back to the design of God, when we enter into that, the image of God, the imago Dei that was broken is restored. And what we have is no longer the imago Dei that we had from the beginning. What we have is imago Christi. It is the image of Christ in us. It is the image of the perfect Son of God and Him, when God the Father looks at you and me, He stops seeing the image of you and me. He starts seeing the image of Christ. But it doesn't end there. As sabi sa Bible, um, for we are God's workmanship. Now, the word workmanship right there, uh, the concept is one who tires, who works over something tirelessly, who pours his soul into it and brings it to his design. As we have forsaken our previous design, see Jesus, that what He will do is that He will take us up and return us to that. Now, along the way, yung scars natin, of course, it's still gonna hurt. Yung shards on, of course, it's still gonna be there. And oftentimes, it's gonna be a hindrance. It's gonna hurt more. It's gonna break us all the more. But in the midst of that, the image of Christ will not get tired in restoring us. Gently, Slowly but surely, He will restore. And so tonight, if you have someone in your life na nagdadaan sa pinag-usapan kanina, the gender dysphoria, the gender confusion, I want us to allot the next few moments to pray for them. Now, kung ikaw mismo, you've experienced that, then I want you to come before Christ and be grateful that He did not leave you to your own device but in His generosity and grace, gave you His image, and now, as a workman, He is setting you back to His design. At kung ikaw ngayon, you have not yet had this restoration. It is yours for the taking. Accept it. And so, allow me to lead us in a brief time of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank You for who You are and what You've given us. We acknowledge that we have sinned against you in this regard, that we as a society have tried to create our own definitions. And we repent of that. And so right now, as we lift up to you yung mga tao sa buhay namin na dumadaan sa ganito, would the Holy Spirit go to them and allow them to see the identity that you have given them and may they be brought back to design? Kung kami man po mismo ay dumadaan dito, then as children of yours, may we take delight in the fact that we don't have to strive or aim or try to get our own identity, but you have freely given it to us. And if there are any here tonight na ang feeling nila, Lord, na basag na sila, that they have so destroyed that image that it is beyond repair, may the Holy Spirit come upon them, regenerate them, and allow them to see that you are still at work, that you have not given up on them, but that your right hand of blessing right now is touching them, pointing them to Christ, the perfect image who will restore us to you. And that if there be any guilt on the cross, kinuha mo na yung guilt na yon, and your blood washes it all away. Every dirt in them, Every shard in them is now being washed. And God sees nothing but His beloved Son.
Lord Jesus, we come before and we thank you for your design. We thank you that when we broke your design, you made a way for us to get back to it. And we thank you because we are a people under you to enjoy the diversity you have made, the diversity you enjoy. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Now, dito sa Big Mandaluyong, we don't want you to go home na walang natututunan. And so the key thing that we want you to go home remembering is this. God alone has the right to define masculinity and femininity. It is a gift to be enjoyed. Have a wonderful Friday. May I invite everyone to stand?